Hello, how are you getting on? Good morning, good evening, and good night. Welcome to the Work in Progress Milzy Talks podcast, episode number six. My name is Elona Muljok. Most of you know me as Milzy, and we're rip roaring ready to go. So, first of all, I have to completely and utterly apologize <coughs> as. Um, I completely forgot to do a podcast last week, and I, I and and I didn't forget. That's that's bullshit. I did not forget to do a podcast last week. I simply was too busy, and I um, missed the trick. I'm afraid. So here I am, and I was going to do one on Monday, but I didn't feel I was quite in the right headspace to um, talk to you all on Monday. Uh, being honest because I wasn't I, I wanted to um, make sure hold on I'm just fucking about here with the gain so that I can there we go it's a bit more of a richer sound I'm watching here on the sound waves and um, I know if you turn it up you should be able to hear me quite clearly but I can see the sound waves are quite low so I want to make sure that I've got enough gain there we go that's lovely isn't it you probably didn't hear any difference there at all but I can see it on the uh, on the recording software, yeah, I wasn't in the right. Well, I wasn't in the right place to be talking to you on on Monday, so I thought I'd leave it a couple of days, let my um, mind settle in, settle down, and um, yeah, the truth is, it probably hasn't. I'm probably still thinking the same things. They're still there. Um, so we'll have a bit of a recap, shall we? Um, thank you, everyone. Thank you again, once again. Thank you, any new listeners. Thank you very much. Any old listeners. Thank you very much. And yeah, I I think we're gonna try a little experiment um, on this one. I want you, the listener, to promote this podcast for me. Now, how fucking egotistical is that? I've been talking about this for ages. So if you remember Kiss One Hundred, Bam Bam Breakfast, um, back in the day, he used to literally promote his breakfast show by getting people to write on the back of dirty vans. Kiss one hundred, bam bam breakfast. Kiss one hundred, or bam bam kiss one hundred, and uh, everyone around would be like, "What the fuck is kiss one hundred? What the fuck is kiss one hundred when it's at home? What the fuck is kiss one hundred? So uh, then you tune into kiss one hundred, then you'd hear bam bam, then you'd hear all the tunes, and then you were hooked. <coughs> genius, fucking genius. So yeah, help me out and promote it. Send it to a friend, um, which mostly do now. I gotta say, you're you're fucking brilliant. On average, I have the humble number of on average about 30 to 40 listeners per week we did have a mad week where i had 120 from um all over the globe shout out to the mexican boys because you were fucking holding it down there um (laughs) i don't know why it just went fucking mental there for a week somebody must have picked it up um but yeah so thank you so that's a kind of a last week was mental so i was at ascot last week and i was very, very 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 busy and uh we had, um, yeah, we're just, I just up to my neck last week, and uh, obviously a lot happened. Every, you must be, everyone's got to be sick of this. Fuck. <coughs> Sorry, I got a bit of a cough. Um, we must be. Everyone is now sick of this poxy fucking election for uh, Jeremy, not Jeremy Corbyn, Jeremy Hunt and Boris Johnson. I mean, what a load of bollocks it's been. <sighs> I'm pissed off because I thought fucking, oh, with all my premonitions, I thought Michael Gove might get it. And where I'd backed him, 
at like fucking, like fucking 16 to 1 or something crazy. I thought, oh, maybe he might get it, you know? Dominic Raab, but um, they weren't really strong enough. But, I mean, let's be honest, we're either fucked or double fucked. And you can take that whatever way you want. But I, we're, we're in a bad situation if either of those pricks win. But um, let's park that up and we'll come back to that. How are you guys, anyway? I was in Ascot on Friday. That was fucking crazy. Uh, really, really good fun. Obviously, the weather was brutal last week as well. Fucking brutal. And um, went to Ascot and... Yeah, it just got fucking out of hand. Lively. <coughs> got a minibus on the way up and uh, drank all the way up on the minibus. Then we got on the table and we uh, we drank the place dry. Drank it dry. Uh, yeah, and, and done, I didn't do too badly on the old races either, you know. But uh, then ended up back in London. Ended up in the piano bar on Friday night. Then piano bar ended up in... Um, my old favourite spot of uh, I don't know what VQ stands for I must find that out what the fuck does VQ stand for must stand for something mustn't it but uh, yeah ended up in VQ and uh, yeah had a bit of a session and that's as far as I'm taking that story and then on Saturday then um, met up with a, with a few old friends shout out to man like Ben and man like and uh, Ben, interesting character. I know he listens to the podcast, so much love to Ben. But um, Project 245 and Hard Work Pays Off. I'm actually wearing a T-shirt that says Hard Work Pays Off right now. Um, and we were explaining that to strangers because Project 245 for Ben is very personal to him. Um, he his, his aim is to run... A uh, his next marathon, which I think is Chicago, in um, in the autumn, in uh, on or under two hours and forty five minutes. Now he's a he's a two fifty man, like fucking all day long. So he's got now beat his best by a good ten minutes, which he'll fucking do because because he's fucking Ben. He smashes everything. <laughs> um. So he'll do it, but it's like, as your mates and I was like, how can I help you? Because how do you help someone that's so fucking good at something? You go, how can I fucking help you achieve this? Because obviously I'm not going to go fucking running with him. That cunt would do would do me in three laps. He'd fucking lap me three times. By the time I'd probably done one, had a fag and been sick. (laughs) You know, had a good sit down and a chat with a tramp, you know. Um, Yeah. So he was like, so he was, you know, this whole hard work pays off thing, HWPO, you'll see me fucking hashtagging it from time to time, but HWPO, hard work pays off. Hard work pays off is all about, it doesn't matter how good you are at something or how better at something somebody else is. If you're giving it, you're going out and you're giving everything 100% or you're going out and you're making an effort, say for instance, you are going out and you're running, it doesn't matter if you can run a marathon in 250 or you run it in 550, but the fact that you're going out there and doing it, that's enough to say, well, if he's out there running, then I'm going to get out and running because I've got no excuse if he's out there running. It's like one of them things, you see these memes all the time, you know, there is somebody busier than you working out right now. It, it, and and it's true. I think that was from The Rock or somebody, but like it's the truth, isn't it? Like you know, every, you, you can always find an excuse not to do something. Easiest thing in the world, and I think that's what um, 
hard work pays off though the mentality of hard work pays off is all about you know you have to sometimes just get up and fucking do it whether you like to or not but if you can find inspiration rather than jealousy a lot of people will be jealous of you um you know and they'll try and put you down and that kind of interestingly brings me to another point there one of my other friends um put something up rather interesting on instagram about you know she was going out on a date or something and she put up a nice picture of herself and then she got a load of comments off um friends now that like nobody being creepy or anything and they were like oh i thought you'd anyway they, they, they just made a few comments again not creepy or you know nasty like kind of but they were having the kind of crack but didn't realize that they were being quite rude um <clears throat> you know it it's not up to anyone how you feel about yourself or how you see yourself like you know if, if you're feeling good about yourself or you know you want to post that you've just come out of the gym or you want to post that you're feeling you know you like your outfit whatever you know it's not fucking you know why the fuck should anyone else fucking point a finger in your face and tell you any different that you're not good enough or, or, or that you know you could do something better or you could do, fuck them man like that that's not on I don't think I don't think that's on I think so I, I think I think that nowadays it's too easy to fucking for somebody to give an opinion and then get upset when you do not accept their opinion opinions are like arseholes everybody has one and I've learned not to ask opinion unless I really like, I, I, there's a few people that I genuinely will ask their opinion on something but if I look if I do something and I don't ask your opinion it's because I don't fucking want it I trust my own opinion there'll be certain things like that there's like this fucking podcast for instance I do send it out and I do ask for feedback because I genuinely this is something new to me I'm not from a media background I'm not from a recording background fuck's sake I've got a five or six year old laptop here with free software and a microphone that was recommended to me I'm wearing headphones. I still haven't worked out how I... Like, I'm literally headphone plugged into the mic. So I'm monitoring through the mic, not through the laptop, which I know is wrong, but I don't know how to fucking change it. At the moment, it fucking works. So once I kind of work out and I find myself and I, you know, eventually I get notions and I update the fucking uh, notions and I update the laptop and I update the software and, you know, I, you know, I buy a recording studio and... I get sponsored by a lot of blue chip companies and I have a hundred thousand, you know, fucking listeners every day. <laughs> you know, I get picked up by ACAST and I'll be flying then. But uh, until then, I'm very much grounded. So much so that I've actually changed. I want to see if the sound is different. I've actually changed my stance for today's podcast. So this time, normally I'm sitting on the sofa and I'm leaning forward into the mic. This time around now, I'm sitting under my coffee table, on the floor, my back against the, the back of the sofa, looking directly at the laptop, and the microphone is at my eye level, so I'm talking directly into the microphone, so I want to see if there's a sound difference on that, if it's any clearer or not. I'm, like I said, I, I don't really know what I'm doing, so this is all by trial and error, so again, now, here you go, this is, a, this is an invitation, so all feedback is welcome constructive non-constructive whatever you want but i do there's a difference you ask for feedback you get it fine you got to take you got to take the hand that's given to you but when you do something and you don't know but somebody feels like they can give opinion friends or not friends you know so you know some people think they can do it because they're your mates but do you know something 
if I didn't ask for your fucking opinion, then fucking keep it to yourself. And th- that's even for fucking positive. Like, I don't like hearing, like, it sounds fucking mad, but I, I don't like it. You know, I don't like people blowing smoke up my ass and going, oh, you must be so brave. Oh, you're so good. I, I don't care. Not very, trust me, not very often do I get um, people telling me how good I am. But, uh, oh. <laughs> But even, you know what I mean, but like even when you're telling them like kind of stuff and how you started and, and all that, and I, I hate all that sycophantic shite. Because you don't know, you don't know what fucking happened, you know, nobody knows. But um, there we go, anyway, that was a bit of a, that was a bit of a, a, a an opener for you. So, um, yeah, I, I, like I said, I've, I've got a bit of a list here, so I got a recap on the week. Oh, I forgot, right, so... <clears throat> my buddy has asked to sponsor this podcast so we're just going to pause for a brief moment for um <coughs> a message from this week's sponsors who i might add sponsorship are giving me fuck all so this is out of the goodness of my fucking heart but because i love i love all my pals and i'll always give them a shout out um I'm going to do this for, for for all the listeners here. Um, so just give me a second now till I get me, uh, my, my sponsorship head on. Right, ready? Are you ready? you got to be ready for this one. Right, here we go. I'm even going to give it a bit of team music. Ready? Simon Carter, Bespoke Products. As well as being known as an iconic British fashion brand, Simon Carter also specialises in design development of bespoke items of your range. Visit simoncarter.net or speak directly to Declan McHale at simoncarter.net. There we go. That was simoncarter.net. I don't know how that sounded, by the way. <laughs> so there you go. Declan, Simon Carter, Bespoke Products. Speak to Declan. Big shout out. Um, and the other one that's asked for a shout out is um, my good buddy, my good pal, Mr. Oh, Jamie Hodges and uh, his brother, Mitchell. They have a... Uh, they have a... Um, well, I suppose it's quite unique as well. They have a how do I explain it? On the move. It's 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 a dance. It's it's an Irish dance specific. Um, hold on, let me pull up their fucking web page here because I'm just rambling here. I, I don't know how to explain it to people who don't know about Irish dancing, which is the majority of the people that that listen to this podcast. Uh, on the move. Let's see what their biopsy says. Biopsy synopsis. Biopsy is something completely different on the move here we go fun fitness performance encouraging inclusivity through dance workshops worldwide hashtag get on the move www.onthemove.dance and you can follow them on instagram which is probably their best um social media uh, output at on the move.dance that's on move.dance and if you're feeling energetic, then hashtag join Jamie. 
Who'd I miss out? Ziggy? I fucking love you, Ziggy. You, you just, fuck it. Everyone should meet Ziggy once in their life because it will make their life so much better. And who, Stimo, you're a legend as well. He's an electrician. He can do anything for you. Um, well, he, he, he anything for 20 quid, I suppose, but he can do electrical work as well. Um, Kev, he's away in Abu Dhabi. We don't fully understand what Kev does, to be honest with you. Financial planning. But that could, you know... Hey, he can plan your finances. Um, that's Kevin. Who have I missed out? Rosie, I said that I'd give you a big shout-out because I didn't... I seemed... Candice and Beth, my offline producers, I'm always talking about. And Rosie is... Um, you never get a shout-out, Rosie. So, Rosie, I love you. And... Um, my long-suffering missus. I don't want to get into my relationships. My relationship. My my relationship. Jesus. <clears throat> my lifetime relationship with my long-suffering girlfriend. Because. Unless she. I'm going to bring her on next week. I'm going to bring her on next week. So send me questions for Shannon. What would you like? What would you like to know from Shannon? And you're not allowed to ask. When are you getting married? That is banned. Um. Right. So. On to, on to that's, I think that's housekeeping and recap of the week well out of the way. So, um, so the, let's talk about your man. Um, oh, what's his fucking name? Um, oh, your man, the concept that, right, okay. With everything that, I, I think we spoke about this a couple of podcasts a week, with everything that's been going on the last couple of years with with everyone uh, there's a lot of protests going on at the moment especially with Greenpeace and the whole climate change thing um, a political protests uh, anti-establishment protests far right protests far left protests alternative like, fuck it, everyone is out protesting every fucker is protesting about something which is fabulous because it is your right to protest um, as long as you are protesting uh, I want to say safely, but it's not safely. As long as you are protesting um, peacefully, uh, at peaceful protests, I, I I do disagree with, you know, I, I disagree with going to people on their houses, uh, on their doorsteps. Um, I do. Uh, uh, no, I don't when they're on their own. How about that? I don't when they're on their own, but I do when they have kids with them. I, I, I completely disagree with that or there are other members of the family but you know I know that there if you're in politics or whatever that yeah if you're in politics I, I it seems like you're fair game and I don't necessarily agree with that um I believe the person is fair game I don't believe their family is fair game I believe they should be kept out of it but that's my own um silly opinion um, but Mark Field this week was a big talking point because I think it split a lot of people on his actions um, at this particular dinner where a protester, there was protesters got in and then the protesters started walking up towards, I don't even know who, I'd, I'd just seen a video and he's he's reacted or, or overreacted to some people um, uh, are saying and he's kind of caught by the scruff of the neck uh, the back of the neck and frog marched her out and people said that it was a complete overreaction and that he shouldn't have manhandled a woman like that okay 
So let's just have a look at a few bits and pieces here now. And I am I'm going to play devil's advocate on both sides. Um, let's have a look at you're sitting at a you're at a dinner and you see protests going on <clears throat> or protesters have, have landed in and all of a sudden um you're on edge you're like oh no what's going to be done? you know you're, you're not what's going to go on here what's going to happen here why are they in here how did they get in here what are they going to do what are they protesting about what's their issue and then next thing you can see someone marching up behind you and you're like oh what are they going to do now with the talk with all the kind of milkshake throwing egg throwing and like i said about the fucking joke about battery acid i would say i don't think it was a complete overreaction i think he could, probably could have handled it better but I don't think it was a. I don't think it was an overreaction. I think he could have handled it better. But if I was in that situation, uh, I think I would have done something similar. If it was someone that I cared about that was beside me, um, and that be a friend, family, or or you know Shannon beside me or whatever, you know, I think I would. I think I would have jumped up. Um, now I think people are like you know it was a woman you shouldn't manhandle a woman. I asked the second. I ask a question. What if it was a man? What if that was a man that all of a sudden turned up behind behind you and they've started and you don't know what you don't know what their intention is. You don't know what their intention is, but you know that there's been a huge, um, you know, there's been a lot of fucking talk about you know harming people and, and harming that especially in politics, and you don't know if someone is stupid enough to. to to do something like that and I think unfairly Joe Cox has been kind of brought into it because Joe Cox was a completely different thing it wasn't a protester that come up against Joe Cox it was just some fucking idiot it's just a fucking imbecile that you know w- w- with, a, w- with a point to prove that even he can't fucking tell you what it was um, but uh, being fed rubbish but I asked the question to you if it was a man would people have reacted differently Would they? I mean, if he got up and that was a, like, say for instance, that was a man and he didn't fall much, but he just got up and he just smacked him on the chin. I'm not being funny. That man would be put to the front of every fucking Tory. Um, well, it doesn't matter, Tory. Just political fact. Just say, what a hero! What a hero! What a hero! I mean, <clears throat> you know, it always makes me laugh. But I shouldn't laugh. I laugh is it is a poor turn of phrase to be honest with you. But it, but it does. Um, when the London Bridge attacks going on, there was a fella, a middle fan, a local fella from Bermondsey. I think it was. A, I can't remember if he's a cab driver or. Anyway, it doesn't uh, you know those details don't matter. But when this was all kicking off and they were coming down and they were slashing and, and knifing and fucking about, this fella's come running out of the Black and Blue restaurant in Borough and he is fucking gone for one of them and he's and and the exact wording was fuck you mate I'm Millwall <laughs> now for, for about 3 days that man was a hero until the media started looking into his past and realized that actually he'd been done for fucking racial abuse and racially aggravated assault and and all this and all of a sudden wasn't so much a hero still was Probably more so to to certain 
members of our society and I'll say no more but uh, it was it, it's an interesting one how you spin it and I think Mark Fields reacted in the best way that he thought how to do it I don't think he reacted in a way that he thought he was going to be um, I don't think he'd done it for cameras I don't think he'd done it for I, I think he just reacted and maybe it was a maybe it was an overreaction but in that situation I, I do hasten to add that it's not really down to us to condemn him I mean he didn't really fucking harm her did he he caught like he was very aggressive over the way he walked her out but at the same time he shouldn't have been put in that position he where the fuck was security where, where how the fuck did how were they let in how did they get that far it should never have happened um and that's what i say i don't condemn the man but i'm not going to say what he did is right that's really sitting on the fence i suppose when you think about it isn't it which is what i fucking hate but I mean, I don't. All this Greenpeace crack, like I, I, I. So the the government has kind of said, right, we are going to genuinely look into what we can do on this whole global warming thing. And the whole hundred, I think, it was one hundred thirty-five months. I think we're two months down now, so it might be one hundred thirty-three months. Um, we have one hundred thirty-three months, according to um, I'm guessing scientists. I'm fucking hoping scientists. Um, Alex Jones. Alex Jones reckons we've only got 135 months. <sighs> um, 100 and whatever. 11 years, basically, before we go past the point of rescue, as Mick Hanley would have said, and I do. But what then? What, what do we have to do? Like, I mean, we as a race are fucking self-destructive anyway I mean what what do you do what what like plastic straws aren't gonna fucking save the world that really pisses me and the fact that the fucking lid is made of plastic has really pissed me off my fucking paper straws are dirt um but alas it's a it's a small price to pay for for what Fuck knows. I, you know, I was looking at that and I seen like the the launch last week of uh, the first hydrogen train. So hydrogen technology, as far as I'm con- as far as I know, my very limited knowledge, I might add, I am not clever, I am not smart, I am not educated. I just sound like that because I have incredible confidence when I talk. So people actually believe what I say. That's come from years and years and. Pretty much what I do on this podcast every week. Ba bam! But um, yeah, but sorry, back on topic. It, hydrogen, hydrogen cells, I believe, are the cleanest form of energy because you convert um, hydrogen into power, which then its only byproduct is water. H2O. Uh, why like if we can do it in trains and we've done it in cars and we've got hydrogen technology in um, other forms of um, I want to say combustion engines or, or, or you know traditional combustion engines why have we not moved forward with that because like, I mean we're still using fossil fuels and if, if back to the future has taught us anything we we should be flying by now we we should be flying let's go you know the, you know we've got hoverboards but they have wheels 
They're not fucking magnetic yokes that kind of... They're like... You know, Elon Musk with all his fucking... Um, all his fucking batteries. Grand, yeah. But, I mean, what what's the what's the cost of the batteries? What, like, you know, that's why... You know, why can't... Why is there no cost-effective uh, electronic cars that aren't shite? Or don't look shite? Like, I mean... I think I'd have a fucking Nissan Cherry. Like, my old fucking grandfather used to drive over... Like a Nissan Leaf. <laughs> Like, you know, Cherry had a bit of character about it. A leaf. Fuck me. Um, but, you know, like, why? There's got to be something. Like, obviously, I don't know. You're kind of going down conspiratory territory here. Or conspiracy theory territory here. But surely to God, there is a, a cleaner way of of energy, you know? Um, it... it, it fucking I mean that nuclear power fucking scares the shit out of me especially since watching Chernobyl but and that's only because I, I do think that people wouldn't fucking take it seriously and if they did take it seriously I think they'd hide it from us and I think it, you know it'd be too late you know there, there's still people who deny that fucking that, that Chernobyl causes or has caused however many um, deaths cancers and birth defects and if not birth deaths you know or early early birth deaths but um yeah, I, 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 what, what Greenpeace are trying to... I think it's Greenpeace, but I mean, whoever they are, but, but you know, but disclaimer, I don't know the actual names of the people. I'm sure it is Greenpeace, but the climate change ones. I, what are they actually trying to achieve by fucking causing more chaos? Than, like, you know, they're trying to bring awareness to it. All right, they brought London to a standstill, or parts of London to a standstill, and they cost, I think it was... Between 18 and 20 million with the police and, and getting arrested and putting them in cells. And then that meant, like, you know, I mean, imagine how much fucking better we could have been off without all that stuff. You know, they could have done it for a day. They didn't need to do what they needed to do. But anyway, look, they, they, they've done it. Fine. And now they're saying that they have plans for more and they want to go and shut down fucking Heathrow now during the summer. That's not fair. I, I, you know, do you know something? We're not here for a long time. We're not here for a long time. And... People look forward to their summer holidays. They look forward to spending time with their kids, with their family, with their loved ones. Why the fuck did these pricks who live in fucking trees um, think that it's okay that they they can disrupt people's fucking holidays? And like you know, and and some people, there's no fucking coming back from that. We can have another conversation um, another day about. Um, the budget airlines, the the Ryanair's and the EasyJets and the Jet 2's and all them like and and all the small print like you know if a fucking drone went up over fucking Heathrow or Gatwick again in the middle of the fucking summer now where everyone is fucking going out and and all these fucking things get cancelled and it shuts down Gatwick or it shuts down it shuts down any of them um, for for a couple of days like they can't get back at there's no fucking secondary flight they don't put on extra flights that's it gone dead you 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 are on a waiting list and you're lucky if you get out there and plus insurance insurance doesn't fucking cover you for it I don't think I'm pretty certain insurance doesn't fucking cover you so like that's you fucked I just think it's sad <clears throat> I just think it's sad and I don't think that ordinary people should get fucked by it I'm gonna do it. Go and fucking fly it around Westminster. Go and shut down a few of them fucking pricks. Or go and fly it over, I don't know, Shellhaven or 
Go, go and, yeah, that, I mean, that would be fucking better. Go and shut down fucking one of the refineries for a week. Don't go and shut down fucking people. Like, people have been fucking saving all year. I mean, looking forward to it all year. And, and uh, that they'd go away on their fucking summer holidays. And some prick with a fucking drone decides to... Um, ruin it all for them from fucking Greenpeace why to bring us attention to something that's going to happen they think is going to happen but you know and th- th- that's just look I, I actually agree with them and I think we need to do more to improve what's happening to the planet and um, but at the same time yeah, you know yeah, just because you feel really highly strong about it doesn't mean that yeah, you, you should go affecting the general public. Go and affect the, go and fuck up the people like that. It's genuinely going to fuck up. I tell you what, when you go and fly in Biggin Hill, when you go and fuck up the people with private airplanes with private fucking yokes. No, because <laughs> I, it, the, the truth is, it's like you don't care, and like you don't care because you only care about your own fucking thing, and and it's a selfish way of um, protest. And I don't agree with that. I, I fucking I genuinely don't agree with that. And you know, disrupting the dinner that your mum was at, Markfield. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Get your disruption. Get your do do what you need to. You need to be fucking thrown out. Fair enough. Get you a few headline, but maybe get you a few pages. Get you on the TV for a while. Happy days. No problem. More power to you. Fucking crack on. But the airports and the fucking trains and all stuff like that. You know, people probably lost their fucking jobs because they couldn't get into work. Now, again. Maybe not their, maybe not fucking Greenpeace's fucking business, but imagine you are someone that has shit timekeeping, or you've had a couple of days off uh, at the last couple of weeks because you've had a heavy fucking Sunday night and you pulled a sickie, and your boss has fucking pulled you in and said, right, listen here, this is your last warning. You come in late on Monday, you're gone. I don't care what the excuse is, you're gone. Sound. Then that happens. And the trains and your your fucking train's being disrupted. Your train's being cancelled. You come in. You you arrive at work at half an hour late. Listen, boss, I'm really fucking sorry. Don't care. You had your warning. Clear your desk and fuck off. I'm telling you, I bet that happened. Maybe maybe not clear your desk and fuck off. You could be working in one of the I don't know, working wherever, working a zero hours contract wherever. But you get you get fucked. And what happened to them? Nothing. A couple of hours in the cell and they were released on a public order charge. Probably had to pay eighty quid. That's it. Jump up. Go out and rejoin the protest. That's the truth, isn't it? Like, I mean, that, that the human element, nobody really, really factors in. And um, and that's, that's, I just think it's, I just don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair on, on the general public. And I think they need to, I think they need to reevaluate how they are going to protest to get people on side. Like, you know, all the other ones that they've pulled, you know, the oil tankers, even, i I got to say, even the Trafalgar Square one, that was funny. Like, putting a mask on Nelson's column, that was, yeah, I think that's fucking genius. And again, like, they climbed up there, <laughs> they climbed up there in the morning, put the mask on, and I'm not sure how they got down, I think they climbed down again. And that mask stayed on there all week because <laughs> they had to get risk assessments and meta statements and specialist equipment and all this jazz to get it down and it was like fucking old lads it, why do you, just take it off the same way just get just send someone up there in the middle of the night and just get them to take it down fucking mupes and everything but um that kind of stuff I, I, i'll back all day long um but not the fucking carry on and gluing themselves to trains and stopping trains for days and 
hours and, and you know stopping people getting to work and, and all that go and fuck it go and bring it to the doorstep of the fucking people that that truly fucking it all up you know like I said Shell Oil Refactories or BP or whoever but don't you know fucking yeah I honestly I, I think if they if they do what they're saying they're going to do about you know the disruption to Heathrow and Gatwick and, and all that I, I think they're scumbags then I, I don't think they're I don't think then they're actually out for change I think then they are just out for pure anarchy they're just out to cause as much fucking trouble as they can and um as I'm sure you can hear, I don't fucking support them then. I do not support them. Fuck them. <sighs> there we go. Got that off uh, off my chest, I suppose. Um, what else is there to talk about? Ah, fucking hell. I suppose we might as well talk about Boris and fucking Jeremy Hunt. Who do you vote for? I don't know. I think maybe it's time to just... I think maybe it's time for me to to leave me and Shannon pack our bags go to America land of the free home of the whopper ah <laughs> uh, fucking hell I mean that fucking lunatic is, I... <laughs> some of my best friends are Iranian so, uh, literally some of my best friends are Iranians I've got a lot of Iranian friends that was a shit Trump impression I'll, I'll work on it I work on my Trump impression, but some of my best friends are Iranian. Yeah, he's gone after Iran now. Iran. Why? Oh, fuck knows. I don't know. I think it seems Kim Jong Un and Kim Jong Un is is off the radar, and it seems to have gone to Iran now. So it's a travel ban, I think, is it? Or a sanction or something? Um, I think it's a travel ban. Yeah, so he's not letting anyone. I don't know. I'm going to do my research and come back to you on that one. But, yeah, he's up to his fucking usual shows. And then um, you got old fucking Bojo slapping around the missus in the flat in Camberwell. I mean, fucking Camberwell. What's he doing in my fucking manor? Um, says the South London boy with a fucking dodgy accent. Um, yeah. Now, that's a dodgy one. So, the only person... Who did I hear saying it today? Rory Stewart said the only person that could beat him to becoming the next Prime Minister, the only person who could beat Boris Johnson to becoming the next Prime Minister was himself or Boris Johnson. That's what Rory Stewart said, as in him, as in Rory Stewart were talking about himself stopping him or Boris Johnson. It's very true, isn't it? Um, not that I think Rory Stewart had a chance. I mean, everyone seems to think that he was some sort of spy. Um, there's something genuinely... Uh, what would you say? I don't know. Something dodgy about him, anyway. <laughs> I don't know. He just uh, maybe he was a spy. Um, doesn't look like the James Bond type, but uh, he um, Boris is is genuinely self-destructive, and I think it's been very, very clever of his team up until now to keep him well out of the spotlight. Because he just fucking can't help himself. He'll say something stupid or he'll do something stupid or he'll gesture something stupid and that's it. It's fucking all over, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I mean, like, for literally our next Prime Minister to be him or Jeremy Hunt. I mean, how far have we fallen, lads, since 2016? 
That's a genuine question. 2016. Nobody really truly believed that we were going to Brexit, I don't think. Not in London, anyway. I mean, uh, I don't think anyone truly, truly believed it was going to happen. And if anyone did believe it was going to happen, I don't think they fucking thought it was going to happen like this. And anyone who thought it was going to happen like this, there's something fucking wrong with you. There is something fundamentally dark about you because it shouldn't it shouldn't have been this hard it genuinely shouldn't have been this hard and I don't even know what to say anymore I'm actually I'm not even surprised when I hear some of the stuff that's coming out now and what I don't I don't know whose hands it's going to be better in the man who took on the NHS and made junior doctors literally feel the most lowest of fucking people on earth or the man who quotes fucking pieces of the bible and the classics when he's having a serious conversation on anything you know and like I said I didn't like the way that he dealt with a um Beth Rigby and um, I can't think of her fucking name now I'm really sorry whoever you are I know you're a BBC reporter Beth Rigby I've taken a piss out of before and I didn't realise like, I didn't realise what she looked like but I knew who Beth Rigby was um, and uh, I'm sorry Beth I know you don't listen to the podcast but I genuinely thought you looked like a modern day Mystic Meg Um <laughs> It's just the way you turn up on the app. It looks genuine. It's like, and now we're going to look into the cards. They're telling me Jupiter is in the retrograde. Or as Brian Connolly used to have, septic peg. It's a bit of a throwback for a few of But um, Jeremy Hunt or Boris Johnson. Jeremy Hunt or Boris Johnson. I don't know. There you go. I think, can you hear that? This mic is too good. I can literally hear my neighbours coming in. Still, can you hear it there? <laughs> so, Jeremy Hunt or Boris Johnson? We'll just let them go in, shall we? We'll just let this pass for a second. Cheers, lads. Right. Bojo. Bojo was on LBC this week and completely and utterly fucking self-detonated live on air. Um, I mean, apart from just completely dodging a fucking answer, rather than answering it head on, he just kept fumbling and foppling and fucking around. And just... I, I, I just don't get it. Like, like did, was the photo taken before or after? Yes or no? You know, did you have a fucking route? Yes or no? Um, and you know what I was saying before about um, people's families and that? Do I think he is fair game? Fucking absolutely. If he's going to be the next leader of um, the UK, yes, he is fair game. And what goes on in his private life is um, up for discussion because I would like to know the person that we're getting into bed with for the however long. But... Um, 
Nick Ferrari is a hero of mine. You know, there's some people like uh, he, he is my mate. I think he's he love him. I hate him. I, I genuinely enjoy him because I think a lot of people take Nick far too seriously when he's actually genuinely the master of debate or or definitely getting debate onto a um, onto oh, through radio because he will literally argue with everyone about everything and take the opposite side for the sake of taking the opposite side so that you have an argument and I don't think people always get that I think you know especially some people that listen to him they just say like, but and he's an ally to Boris Johnson and even Johnson could not fuck like you know he gave him the like Gave him a bit of a going over, but nothing too hard. You know, nothing too hard. He asked him 26 times did he get his fucking haircut. Um, was the fucking photo real? Blah, blah. Was it staged? Was it taken fucking four months ago? Was it taken fucking on Sunday? Did he have a haircut? Why was his hair longer than that? And it's very short now. So he must have had a haircut if it was taken on... Anyway, I digress. If you want to Google it, you know, go and check it out. But then, like, Boris couldn't help it. He had to get smart. And I think it's that kind of public school fucking mentality of... Oh, I've got the better of you, old chap. And he, he he just couldn't fucking help himself. He was like, oh, start running away, Nick, are you? Yeah, 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 you're retreating. And I loved it because Ferrari just instantly just went, I'm not running anywhere. Now, granted, he was also spurred on by fucking O'Brien. So O'Brien fucking whispered in his ear via his producer, just keep fucking going. Fuck my show. You can take as long as you want. Nail him. <laughs> not, obviously, I'm paraphrasing, but you know fucking O'Brien would love to see nothing more than fucking your man squirm and that was it fucking Ferrari came out oh like Tyson in the fucking first round in the early 90s just like a machine um <laughs> and it was it was I gotta say it was fucking joyous because it was just brilliant to view to watch and to listen to it was first class and fair play to Ferrari, that's why he's one of the best in the business. Whether you like it or not, he is. He's just, I think he's, I think he's first class. And uh, there we go. So whether it, it, I think it kind of upset the apple cart yesterday um, for Boris, the truth is, people like me and probably people like you, I'm guessing anyone who listens to this, you're not a, a paid-up member of the Conservative Party. Doesn't fucking matter what we think because we won't be fucking voting for the next Prime Minister anyway. So, it kind of brings us back to, you know, what the fuck are we even worried for or something, you know. Other people are, are going to decide our fate. Um, and that and all roads since that fucking prick from, um, well, I don't know where he's actually from, but from, from his Oxfordshire constituency decided that rather than just play it nice and safe and just keep us tipping away that he had to invoke the fucking Brexit referendum he didn't have to do that I mean granted it was a manifesto pledge but he's broken fucking plenty of them before um, and, uh, and at the moment you can definitely feel a resurgence in the um, you can definitely feel a resurgence now because people are just completely fucking lost a resurgence in in the Liberal Democrats and that I must I must admit I am fucking more than happy to get behind um, I've always been a, a, a quiet supporter of the Liberal Democrats 
uh, in my own way and I was always a big fan of Nick Clegg and I always think that he genuinely took a very very hard time and a very very hard task and I think he done well and I don't think he'll ever truly get the credit that he deserves for keeping the hardcore like for instance the minute that he got fucking out of here everything went to fuck didn't it let's be honest it did because your man had full fucking power and he wasn't and he had nobody around him to fucking tell him no so that's where I'm at fucking Bojo or Jeremy Hunter. I don't know. I don't know when we find out who it will be. Is it the 9th of July, or is that a debate? It might be a debate, but I mean Jeremy's kind of fucked himself now today by calling Brexiters little Englanders, little Englanders, and he's obviously a Remainer, and that is probably the only reason currently why he will not become Prime Minister unless Boris Johnson. I don't know, unless he fucking... In the words of Donald Trump, I reckon he could probably, quite comfortably, walk down any road in Richmond right now and probably chin someone. And obviously Donald Trump said I could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and you'd still vote for me and I'd get away with it. But I mean, Johnson could probably deliver a backhand to a... um, to anyone and remain unscathed and still be come the next Prime Minister of Great Britain and Northern Ireland fucking hell you have got to ask yourself that so oh perfect this brings me on to my final roundup of years and years my favourite fucking show of the year I, I must say um, the writers on that bravo it was fantastic from start to finish and I need to find this quote because it really did catch me and uh, it brings me in perfectly where I wanted to talk about I retweeted it and um, it was a warning and the episode genuinely starts saying you know this is all your fault like obviously they're they're in the future and uh, and they're dealing with stuff in the future but I'm telling you now, it was so refreshing to hear it. Like, you know, it, it is all our fault. It is all our fault. Whether we voted yes, no, left or right, it's all. this is all our fault. And we have the power to make it better or make it worse. And, and I feel unless we kind of get on board with that, we're going to keep going round in circles and keep making the same mistakes until until when and until dot 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 but here's the best quote of it beware those men the jokers and the tricksters and the clowns they will laugh us into hell beware those men the jokers and the tricksters and the clowns they will laugh us into hell Just let that sink in. (laughs) I think that is as close to... I think that is one of the most poignant um, series endings that I've I've ever seen in my life and and how close it all is to to real life currently. And... um, 
Beware those tricksters, beware those tricksters, the jokers and the clowns. They'll laugh us all into hell. These are the people we're voting for. And unfortunately, you know, you've still got people out there that go, oh, I like Boris, he's, he's really funny. Good. <laughs> Fantastic, yeah. I tell you what, let's, um, let's get Jimmy Carr in as, uh, as Home Secretary then, because he's a fucking joker. Um, I suppose at least he's got a brain. But, uh, <laughs> um, I mean, you know what I mean it, but yeah years and years please anyone who's listened to it, just go back and watch it it's five five or six episodes and it's brilliant it's so well written but it will genuinely give you fucking anxiety on how close I, I, how fucking I mean Jesus if we're talking in five years time please God I'm still recording this podcast like I said in a homemade studio homemade fucking just a studio be nice um and some of that or any of that has come true it's just like you know like people are written, like it's like 1987 like how much of 1987 is so true now like you know and that was written in the 30s by George Orwell you know so it's it yeah years and years has finished so I've had nothing to watch this week um, started watching Designated Survivor, which is an interesting, an interesting um, watch. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I, I'm, I'm kind of, yeah. I was to say, what were we talking, what we're going to talk about the weekend? Yeah, <laughs> I kind of just overdid it to be honest with you. I, like I said, I, I think I'm on a Boris. I think one thing that we do share is uh, I have this button called self-destruct and from time to time I just hit it and fuck the consequences and uh, I'm I'm quite lucky I've got, I've got people around me who do love me and uh, I think they love me anyway I think Shannon still loves me even though I drive her insane but we are uh, we're strong and uh, now I've got people around me that you, 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 I'm gonna get all soppy here, but you know, yeah, there's there's genuinely people around you that care, and sometimes, like even when you are a dickhead, they still fucking care about you. So it's it's good. It, in one ways, it's good to good to know that. But um, yeah, I, it's a tough week last week, and I think if I'm gonna take anything from it, here's a few things as we. I'm gonna wrap up because I just I just I didn't I haven't been looking at the fucking time so I just I I just clocked that we're nearly at an hour we're at kind of fifty five minutes so um, two things there is there's another thing on Instagram um, that I I really adored uh, and I seen it a good a good while ago and I need to get the print done and I need to put it somewhere that I can see it every single day. And it's a mantra that I think everyone can can um, everyone can get on board with it. And um, I think you just need to just repeat to yourself sometimes, just when you're you're having a rough week or you're having a rough time or a rough day or whatever. And it's from survival techniques, and it simply just says in block capitals, "I am enough." I am enough. I think sometimes you just need to remind yourself that if nobody else will, and you can be having a shit time, but just remind yourself, I am enough. You are enough. 
And secondly, um, if you lose touch with people, you, you know, you do from time to time, just do me a favour, after you've listened to this, just reach out to one person, and just, even if it's just a message, say, hey, how are you? Sorry we lost touch, we haven't spoken in a while. Hope you're doing all right. Um, be good to meet up. How are you? And if they don't come back to you, they don't come back to you. But at least you know that you've reached out to them. But, you know, it's so often now these days that we can just get lost in our own lives. And we forget to reach out to people that we are genuinely or were genuinely close with. And we've just fallen away. You, you, you don't fall out or anything. You just genuinely just lose touch. And it doesn't take a lot. You know, it's a text message. It's a, it's a Instagram message. It's a Facebook message. It's a WhatsApp. It's a fucking wherever but just if you find the time just go and reach out to somebody that you haven't spoken to in a while and um, yeah you are enough just remember that don't let anyone tell you any different okay I'm going to wrap it up there thank you for listening and uh, remember um, do me a favour I want we're on episode number 6 now so um Help me out. Give me a bit of promotion. I'm. I don't want to promote it because I don't want to be the next another dickhead of a podcast, which is the name that I wanted to call this, but somebody's already got it. But I don't want to be another dickhead of a promoting a fucking podcast. And, uh, but if you feel like yeah, I trust you guys, so anyone who's listened to this, I trust you. I trust your judgment because if you've listened to it and you're up to episode six, or maybe this is your first episode you're going to listen to, it, don't know. I don't care actually, but if you like it recommend it if you don't like it keep it to yourself all right i'm gonna leave it there good night god bless good luck and remember you are enough i am enough all right go me margaret love you shlan